Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. New scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, Kevy plans assassination of Dane Gagai's other nan in an attempt to rediscover his old origin form. To add insult to insult, Nathan Peets cooked schnitzels for the New South Wales team after the game cooked to perfection and the service was spectacular after the failure of Tony Montana as CEO the Sharks try Ace Rothstein in the role plus we look back at all the action from round 12 of the 2017 NRL season all that and more this week in league So 257 of this week in league. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And uh, how are you feeling, mate? Oh, it's glorious. A wonderful, a wonderful morning. It is. The morning after the night that was. Yes. There's got to be a morning after. And so, I mean, firstly, I would just like to thank the uh, the management of, the, uh, of Suncorp Stadium. Yes. For their hospitality and also... Their proactive reduction of ticket prices down to eighty dollars on t- on the Tuesday before the game, so that we could sit eighth row. Right, I, I would like to sticks. thank I would like to thank Queenslanders for not getting out there to support your team. Yeah, well, that was the thing that you know um, that, that was the first point, I guess. Yeah, and and allowing mm-hmm. live vision of of that historic and and I'd also like to thank them for so considerately starting to leave. Ten minutes before the end of, I mean, it was a pleasure getting out of Suncorp Stadium. It was. It was. It was. It was a delight. <clears throat> like it. It was a, a leisurely stroll. It was fan. It was. It was great, and you know, got to enjoy the the game with like you know without people around you. <laughs> Although maybe, maybe that was just in solidarity with Milford. Uh, possibly. Possibly. You now, like everyone stood up at the yeah. whatever minute. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just thought, oh well, we'll all fuck off early and do nothing too. <laughs> Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, thanks for thanks to everyone for stopping by. Thanks for new listeners. Uh, thanks for old listeners, and uh, thanks for the members too, because fucking membership's gone. Off. And I'm terribly sorry to everybody that I planned to catch up with and tried to catch up with, but yeah, it, it just wasn't going to happen. There was no phone yeah. reception, and yeah, it was yeah, it, it, it was funny though because as as the game went on, by about probably about ten minutes into the second half, I found reception perfect. Obviously, there wasn't much to Snapchat about from Queenslanders <laughs> at that point. <laughs> um, uh, about the try when Ted, about, about the time when Teddy scored that try. Yes, it was, it was like he scored the try, and all of a sudden the try the try was so good that it somehow restored internet connectivity to the Milton area. He's added bandwidth. 
<laughs> oh, exactly. And let me tell you, New South Wales added band with the to, to Queensland as well. They they gaped them. Yes, uh, they they turned them into a, a veritable super highway. <laughs> Anyway, we'll get more into that. That's not even talking about origin yet. In, uh, in America, yeah. Hope Solo's calling her friends going, fuck, come look at this. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, dirt underscore road cowboy. You know, porch tigers, ha ha ha, picking up the kids at school, other parents staring awkwardly whilst backing away. <laughs> we don't you know, uh, play that. I mean, you know, that would obviously play worse in America, I think, than it would in Australia. Ben Dunn, forty-three. I'm going to proclaim myself, proclaim myself a twill immortal. Oh, I, get I, pro- I away. proclaim you the first winner of the Twill Anthony Mundine Award. <laughs> <laughs> All, although, I mean, if the Mundine re- Award was, you know, predicated on, on big talk and, and doing fuck all. I mean, I think Chapo might have a claim there <laughs> as well. Yeah, look, Ch- Chapo had some early success. Yeah. He's just struggling to regain some form. I think I think he's done. I think he's he, I think he's Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That's harsh, even for this show. At Wally Frogmore. Yeah, stop the swearing this week and leave too many C bombs. It's two hundred it's two thousand seventeen. You can't say thing you can't you can't say things like that anymore. <laughs> MSS or MS Swinborn. And he's uh he was the first one to tweet us correctly with the Stan Bush reference yes. from last week. This is what I listened to yesterday waiting for your podcast. And he had the playlist there with like the soundtrack with Leo, Stan Bush, everything. Matt Moyle and nothing going to stand in his way. That actually isn't Stan Bush. Stan Bush did the uh, theme song for that movie. Oh, that's the one I was talking about. Yes. That's the one I was thinking of, yeah. Yes, but well looked. spotted. Yep. Uh, Whipsy, 77. Stepdad, I got the Transformers song reference. More like nothing's going to stand in the way of your Moyle in love. Well, that's true. No. Nothing. Absolutely but- nothing. Not even, no, If he's youth... You know, it, it's almost like anything that would stand in the way is is Justin O'Neill to the Jared Hayne of my Moylan <laughs> uh, Curse Chapo. Uh, well, this week in league was right. Re soccer Twitter. I don't remember what we said, but I'm I'm bound. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm positive that it wasn't complimentary. <laughs> I think it was uh, like we, in the Broncos Twitter, wasn't it? Yeah, we were yeah. saying that like they they're not satisfied with actually talking about it amongst themselves. Yeah. They they must have everyone else must. Respect. Yeah. Mm. Uh, fat, hairy, lazy. I was a bit late to the pod this week. The description of soccer Twitter was accurate as fuck. Mm. Thank you, sir. Uh, at underscore X Factors underscore. Great app this week, if a little late, but you should have called it dick jousting. Lost my shit when I heard it. Uh, we had uh, Doz, <laughs> at Doz tweets. The only tourists this week. Arrived in Tumut. Ah, uh, the serenity. Look, honestly, if you know... The us, us or anything. I mean, oh, I don't think we've had anyone check in from Bonnie Doon. No, at all. So you know, if you want to, if you want to go to Bonnie Doon, then that's fine too. Fantastic. Uh, the segment we, as you can tell, we have been late on the basis of you know it's talk, wanting to talk about Origin game. Um, we're just gonna you know keep it trying to keep it to a shorter episode this week. I mean, we always say that, and then it turns out to be three hours. But I think we have a hard time limit this week, so yep, we're trying to get it done. Um, in the in the segment formerly known as This Week in Luke Dawn, uh, the boys from Super League Pod got an extra long instalment for you this week. So without further ado, just take it away, boys. And make sure you follow them at Super League Pod on Twitter. And yeah, give their show a shout as well uh, if you want to learn more about the English competition.
Nice one, gents. Tom and Mark here from the Super League Pod for your weekly roundup of all things ESL. We've got two rounds of fixtures to bring you thanks to the bank holiday weekend this week in Wigan's Physio Room. Yeah, and we start with St. Helens 22, Wigan Warriors 19. A last gasp, Mark Percival tries out St. Helens. Recent improvement in form continue under Justin Holbrook's new leadership. Injury hit Wigan had led late on thanks to a Tommy Lulawai drop goal, but it wasn't to be as England centre Percival broke Cherry and White Hearts at the death. And on Friday night, Wakefield came from behind to snatch a 26, uh, 28 points to 26 victory over Huddersfield to maintain their push for a top four spot. Ben Jones Bishop was the hero for Trin by bagging two scores, including the winner after You're Not Even My Real Dad, Mamo, had put the Giants ahead at Bellevue. At the same time, it was Salford Red Devils 50, Catalan Dragons 12. A healthy crowd made its way to the AJ Bell with all proceeds from Salford's 50 12 victory going to the victims of the Manchester Arena. Uh, attack. The Red Devils are well ensconced in the top four now thanks to this result. Each of Salford's nine tries were scored by a different player including one for certified grub cunt Robert Louis. Apart from Salford's dominance this was one to forget for the Travelling Dragons. At the same time Leeds produced one of the displays of their season to overcome Warrington by 40 points to nil. It was a case of James Seguier who when Leeds hook him at Parcel ran in a hat-trick of tries as his impressive season continues in blue and gold. Joel Moon also chipped in for the Rhinos and the Wolves will want to put this one behind them as quickly as possible. Yeah, and over in Hull, it was Hull FC 22, Lee Centurions 26. Lee took the unlikely opportunity to break their away win duck with perhaps slightly unlikely result away at Hull FC. Lee had built a 20-10 lead before scores from FC, including converted Albert Kelly try, brought the black and whites back into the game, but the Centurions hung on and got Hull out of there, got out of Hull with a vital two points. Cass and Widnes faced off on Friday night as well, and former Brisbane Bronco Greg Eden continued his remarkable scoring record with a third successive hat-trick as league leaders. Castleford came from behind to beat bottom side Widnes by 32 points to 22 at the Menderhurst Jungle. Former Castleford playmaker Rangi Chase was not able to make a difference because his loan terms keep him out of the jungle, but Widnes almost didn't need him. Leading at the break they extended to a 22 points to 10 advantage before Cass eventually pegged them back and retained top spot in the table. On to the second round of games then and on Monday afternoon we start with Wigan Warriors 30, Wakefield Trinity 42. The Warriors endured their second defeat of the weekend after allowing a 20-0 lead slip against Wakefield Trinity to eventually lose 30-42. Bill Tupu starred for Trin with a hat-trick of tries which knocked the wind out of Wigan's young, depleted side. Wakey sit proudly in the top four after this one whilst Wigan are only a point clear of rival Saints. Uh, even the most ardent Witness Vikings fan would have been hard-pressed to pick their team for a 28 points to 20 victory over the Leeds Rhinos, but that's exactly what happened down at the Select Security Arena. Coming back from a losing first half, wingers Ryan Ince and Corey Thompson both scored twice as the Vikings ran in six tries, also crossing through Reese Hambry and Aaron Heremiah. A few miles down the road, it was Warrington 12, Salford Red Devils 38. A Niall Evels hat-trick and two from Ben Murdoch-Massilla saw Salford keep up the pressure on Castleford thanks largely to a dominant first-half display. Former Dally M winner Todd Carney keeps chipping in for Salford cause as he was impressive for the Red Devils against, again in his fine victory. Meanwhile, Tony Smith was forced to confirm at the post-match press conference that he had not resigned. 
Such is the pressure the Wolves find themselves under at the moment. It was one to forget for Lee, who after beating Hull FC away earlier in the weekend, capitulated heavily to topside Castleford at the Lee Sports Village. There was more than a touch of ref's fault about Lee owner Derek Beaumont's post-match comments, as the decking salesman seemed to imply that after losing 38-0 at home, something needs to be done about the calibre of refereeing in Super League, rather than the errors and penalties his team liked to give away as if they're going out of fashion. Elsewhere, Greg Eden took his tally for the season to 25 tries by scoring four in this match, and Jesse Senate Lafeo continued his fine first season in Super League with a brace of his own, with the evergreen Jake Webster also scoring for Classy Cass. Yeah, and finally we'll finish with Catalans 23, Hull FC 18. Hull's dismal bank holiday weekend was completed after they lost out in Catalonia. There were three tries apiece in this one, so it was really the boot of Luke Skeletor-Walsh that made the difference. Tony Gigo's score did for 12-man Hull, who lost Liam Watts late in proceedings, while earlier former Sydney Roosters and actual country Sam Mower had also crossed for the Dragons and Vincent Mind. Yes, they are. So, um, after all that, a bumper two-round weekend, Castleford remained top of the pile on 26 points, with Salford, Leeds and Wakefield making up the rest of the top four on 24 and 20 points, respectively. Wigan are now only one point ahead of St. Helens, who could leapfrog them into sixth if they win their game in hand, whilst Widnes, Lee, Huddersfield and Warrington make up the bottom four. Okay, just on the memberships, uh, as as you would be aware, they went on sale uh, to members on the like what, a week ago, Thursday last week, and uh, then I put it out there on the Friday uh, for everybody else, and they are exactly, well, they're not exactly the give or take a decimal point seventy eight percentage sold so a uh, fantastic response uh, from the existing members and uh, tons of new ones as well so uh, it's good to see and basically the reason why we need to sell as many as we can up front is just because there's a there's a, a there's a uh, there's a clothing item in there and people are going to want to have their size yes so I would much rather everyone get the size they want rather than have to you know speculate on what the slow 20 percent want to have and then you know try and get a spread and you know yeah. if, if if that if, if if the demand for the people who haven't bought it yet for sizing if it doesn't match the exact trend that we've seen over the 80 percent yeah then you know then there's problems so um get in to secure your size now uh the oh the key rings arrived yesterday afternoon too fantastic i, I totally forgot it was just before i walked out to go to the game and uh, i just opened this morning so they're at the back so i'll, I'll grab you the key ring they're amazing Lovely. and uh we'll be throwing those key rings around as well for um some others as well because I got uh, like double what I anticipated that we'd need so um, nice. yeah looking forward to cracking it. if I had to remember to open up I could have been cracking open the plastic cup CC and dry with it oh. <laughs> last night um, so yeah get your memberships this week in league.com forward slash membership uh, or just go to the menu and um, click on the membership link and uh, get in there uh, De Niro uh, the tweet said might there be a possibility of getting a hoodie in each colour Yes, I don't see why not. I mean, that would be, you know, rather than buy two memberships, I think, you know, that would be something that we'd uh, work out on Just the side for you, so let us know. Slide into the DMs. Yep, slide into our DMs, and uh, once we get past the inevitable deluge of dick pics, <laughs> we'll address your... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll address your uh, your uh, questions in regards to uh, adding a, an extra hoodie to your order. Now, hang on. The, yes. the only proviso is... Yes, that if you end up making one of those fucking bastardised Queensland hedging oh, jerseys, God. yes, if you cut the fuckers in half and sew them back together again, 
well, membership forfeit. I, I will find you, <laughs> and I will kill you. <laughs> you got a very, very specific, <laughs> very set, specific of set of skills <laughs> for crimes against uh, hoodies. Hey, so I was looking at, uh, you know, you know how we were talking about doing a jersey and and uh, like a, like a retro one, retro one. Yeah, I did a bit. I did a bit of looking around um, earlier this week to see if there was somewhere that easily did it. You know, like. Mm. And could do it, you know, scale it like ISC do for the other for the yep. other jerseys and stuff like that. Not really, but however, I did find the place that's responsible for those fucking abominations. They, Ugh. it's like a, you, it costs like one hundred and seventy nine dollars or something to make a, a jersey, and you can customize it however you want. And it's base and like some of the examples are like those half and half bullshit jerseys. So. I don't remember who they are, which is good because I wouldn't be giving them a plug anyway, or you know, maybe a, a roast. But that'd be about it. But uh, yeah, um, that's fucking horrible. They are not cool. Okay, news this week. I mean, you wanted to talk about the uh, players, the players' association. And, yep. There's there's been a, a lot of talk recently. The the players are in a, a situation where they are demanding a fixed share mm-hmm. of the game's revenue. Yep. Now, have they proposed how that would be then dispersed? No. Yep. But. You know, basically, what it means is they they want a larger section, and they want to be guaranteed that if the game makes more money, they make more money. Yeah, so okay, they, yeah, they want that, that percentage figure to be to be locked in so that it can grow with the the growth of the income of the game. Yep, that's yep. it. Um, everything about that, and everything about how the players are going around about it. Yep, strikes me as just wrong. It it doesn't pass the sniff test. Why? Well, I understand that they have a limited amount of time with which to earn money from sport in their professional sporting career. I understand that there is the constant threat of injury or or something, you know, and sudden death, and the the problems that they they probably will incur later in life from playing such a physical sport. The fucking bottom line is. That they need the game, the professional game of rugby league, much more than the professional game of rugby league needs them. Yep. If the NRL faults, yep. All of a sudden, their options are fuck off to Super League, go play fucking improve your profile in French rugby, lay bricks. Exactly. Yep. For the NRL, if the professional competition collapses and doesn't exist anymore, then there are what's that, fifty people at head office. That don't have a job anymore. Yep. And then there would continue to be amateur competitions around the country as there are now. Yep. Yep. What I would much rather see is the players actually going in and saying, well, what what we don't want here is that if the game starts making more money, the fucking suits down at NRL HQ get pay bumps. Mm -hmm. We would like a guarantee that the money goes back into the game, back into grassroots. Mm Mm-hmm. It just I don't care about grassroots. They care about their own self. That's it. Yeah, you know. But and it's the players' association. So that is the that is the mandate. They you know that that's the charter of that organisation. Is no, 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 yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but 
but for the game itself, yeah. Um, the look, I, I can't think of a okay. another instance yeah. in a company, yeah. Where you would go in and go, well, we as employees demand a fixed share yeah. of the company's revenue. Yeah. We only got limited time to earn money until we're 65. Yeah. You know? And to the points, you know, in yeah. my world, I've got to pay for fucking insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not at risk of getting injured every time I, I go into the office. <laughs> but, you know, strange things happen. I can yep. slip over on a fucking crack in the, the pavement yep. and that hurt myself. I've got to make sure I'm insured against that. You know, th- these are things that fucking adults have to do, mm-hmm. and and just because they're playing rugby league, yep. getting paid well above yep. what what the average person is, uh, I, I really hope that the game itself stands up and and really puts them in because if yep. there's any sort of strike action, well, I mean, look at the the states when the with the when they had the baseball strike. I don't know if you really you remember when that happened. I think it was like mm. back in the nineties or something. Yeah. And it's only like it's taken a long fucking time for that game to recover. Yep. To I think at the time it might have been it might have been the number one of the big sports, you know. Uh, mm. But it's definitely not now. Like, no, not at all. The, the, it it is struggled to recover. And look, I mean, rugby, yeah, rugby league in the country in this country with the, I don't think if they strike, I'm not going to all of a sudden become a fucking. No, big watcher of AFL or something like that. I mean, it's not it's not going to happen. But you know, I still I, and, and mate, that's just that's just me. I mean, that's that's just the way that I'm built. But I will say, like you know, we talk about you know the the closest thing you could you know liken to it is like you know for trouble in the sport being a super league thing. Mm-hmm. My old man doesn't. He watches Origin. That's it. Yeah, like he's fucking he's off it. Um, and so he's he has been ever since. He takes such a fucking minor interest in it now. Yep. So I mean, there are. There is a hit somewhere. I mean, it's not me personally, but I can yeah. I can see there definitely would be people who would. And, and this is the thing: if if all the players were out there earning eighty grand a year yep. to a man, yep. you could understand them coming in and saying, "You know, come on, you're making gaps." Yep. When when you've got players in the news signing ten million dollar contracts, yeah, yeah, and then they're going, "Well, we want some more money." Yeah, and they can't be the ones that like. <laughs> Yeah, and like it's, it, I, I don't believe that there's. I, I believe the association has has a, a lot of interest in yeah. you know bringing up like you know perhaps the minimum wage and helping those you know, those guys out. But I don't yeah. believe for one second. But the, 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 there's the, so many other things they can do. Yeah. They could be going to the game and saying, "Give us complete free reign mm-hmm. to have third party sponsorship agreements with whoever we want yeah. to do whatever we want." Yeah. You know, it's there's so many other ways to do it instead of saying give us a fixed share of the game's revenue. Yep. If that goes through, I fucking hope that the league employs a Rio Tinto level skilled accountant. Yeah, to get the fucking the the, the book figure down and like. the actual fucking <laughs> revenue. Will they go, oh, with the expenses that we're putting in, like you know, we're the, we're actually running at a loss. Sorry. That's it. <laughs> Look, here, here's the documents. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just it's now getting to the stage where they're thinly veiled threats. Oh, we yeah. don't want to strike, but it'd be a shame for the game if we were to strike. Yeah, terrible shame. That's it. Yeah, you wouldn't want that. But the minute it fucking happens, <laughs> we're throwing a Twill Nation replacement style team in there. We started a seven on seven <laughs> nationally televised tournament. <laughs> Just average jokes. <laughs> no demands on the on the game <laughs> for revenue share. All revenue into our pockets. Just don't kick us out of the dressing rooms afterwards. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, we'll talk about 
talk about the origin one now. Mm. Now, the, 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 we'd like to preface every statements here that yeah, we were in our seats at the game in eighth row, mm. and uh, so our our view of the game it was very limited, especially in the second half when all the tries were scored down the other end and no tries were scored down our end, which is great. We enjoy, we got to enjoy Jim Jim and and fucking uh, Pierce scoring right in front of us. Tell you what though, that was we, great. we did get to see. Look, I reckon, as far as ends go, yeah. we saw the sensational tries in the first half and those fucking defensive efforts in the second. Yeah, and they weren't game-saving. I mean, they were, they were, to, they were to save consolation tries. Like, yep. the game was over these last 10 minutes. But I tell you what, when... when uh, I was going to say when Storm... When, when, <laughs> Queensland, when Queensland were going, like, side to side and then they had that... Just that, offline that move, after, drop putting, like, gay guy after. down on the on our left-hand side, on the, yeah. on the field's right-hand side. But, um, yeah, on our, coming towards us on our left-hand side and the desperation. Like, I actually, like, I actually came. Mm. Like, it was that... Like, just to see the kind of pride in the line and the desperation in defence that I've not seen from a New South Wales side... Well, the, the year they won, like you saw the Morrises pulling off some, you yeah, know, some shit like that too. But just when you're when you're leading by four tries and you're still showing that kind of desperation, and it it, it wasn't the usual. Oh yeah, that's one person putting a nice hit on. Or there's one person who's yeah. You know, it was to a man. The yep. entire New South Wales team was just sliding and moving and yeah, reacting. And it wasn't and like a, and it wasn't like and the line was impregnable either. It was like yeah. they were fucking up and making mistakes. I mean, like if Queensland had gone back inside on that exact play, it was Darius. There was yeah, there, there, there was a try all day because I mean they were absolutely fucked. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and I mean that was like that. That was at the time when that last when the ball started going out there. It was like four on one out there, mm. and it's just just amazing. And then for that that strip was it Dugan who who stripped it or was it? I think it was uh, fingers. Fingers, yeah. yeah. We stripped the ball out for that try yep. on the right hand side. Oh, just yeah. I mean that was a try. It was a try. Nine times out. I mean yeah. Yep. So it was almost a little bit of um. In game, like you know, he'll, he'll never be redeemed because he's a fucking sex pest. But the in game redemption for that try, you know, for the for the poorly timed and just poorly yeah. wasn't even poorly timed when he when he let Oates score that try. It was poor positioning that he actually had Oates inside him to take the to have the inside track yeah. to take that kick. You know, it's it was a very good kick though too. So I mean, oh, the the kick was phenomenal. Yeah, now, he, here's the tough call. I mean, low him. trajectory straight to the goal. You know, it was a very difficult. The kick tough to call defend. for a winger is yeah, you let Oates be too much outside you yeah and and you're in all sorts of trouble mm-hmm. there on a spread yep. but if the kick you've probably got you know he's kicked it it's probably you know maybe one one and a half seconds it was a load it wasn't a bomb it was like a low trajectory yeah. sort of volley over the side there so but a, a positional player like ferguson's used to playing there mm-hmm. you could almost excuse somebody playing at a yep. position there to say well and the and the way they were lined up like that i mean it was it was really dugan to, to you know and he's the guy that's the taller lankier guy to you see the jump he took in the australian game yeah and, and it was such a low trajectory kick. He, I mean, that was there for him to pick off. But, you know, for whatever reason, he, yeah. I don't think he even really attempted to, to jump for it. I mean, and Ferguson did. But by the time he was, he was, like, trying to come over the back of Oates. And, yeah, that was never on. So, but that was a fantastic kick. But, um... I, I love those attacking style kicks. Oh, yeah. They're great. Like, it's not it's not just a fucking put it up there. Yeah. Well, like those ones where they kick it, like, on the... You know, down at someone's knees and then, and, you know, Gagai catches it in the end goal <laughs> and gets a, gets a fucking seven-tackle yeah. set. Like... So the good team, the team performance, fantastic. You know, yeah, just just as a, as a whole, and then you know, like narrowing down other other people for. I mean, for feeder was just fucking gargantuan, like just incredible. Um, Tedesco obviously 
in the forms to go. Like at half time, we weren't very happy with Tedesco. No, not because, at all. Because he, he didn't pass the ball in times when, you know, perhaps there might have been something on and he fucking bombed that try just from being greedy on an early tackle uh, when and he dropped that, it under the sticks. That was the turnaround with a try at the other end. Yeah. yeah. So it, it went from being a, you know, 12, 12 zip to a 6 4. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, and there was there was a time there as well where where Queensland put a grubber in like sort of in in front of the posts, and Tedesco was like caught way out. I mean, yeah. and he did he did mop it up, but it was only through just like sheer speed that he managed to get around there and and you know and make up for his fucking positional. Play. <coughs> but Excuse then me. but then other than those you know few incidents, he was you know, he was fucking solid. Yeah, like, the, both both teams actually made so few mistakes. It was. It was a very high, in terms of completions and stuff. It was a very yeah. high quality game. Yeah, it was. But um, for Fiat, like nothing, nothing can be said enough for how great Fafita's performance was. Yeah, look, we both made the comment that he, you can see him actively looking for work and yep. looking for impact. Yep. So you can see that he's looking at the defensive line. He's looking at the movements. Yep. And he'll position himself. Very well, according to that. Yep. So I, I think he's he's starting to be a little bit smarter mm-hmm. about when he injects himself and when he ha- when he has his runs. He's just feeling it. He's feeling the results of that. Yes. And and, and seeing what you know what can what can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Woods obviously wasn't you know wasn't uh, ama- amazing across the whole. However, in the first ten minutes of that game, first probably twenty minutes even, yeah. Queensland were on top and they were winning the the territorial battle every Very every easily. set. And their forwards were the ones that were actually on top, and we were on the back foot a little bit. And Woods was the first guy that was actually yeah. getting his uh, getting through the line <coughs> and mm. getting a decent play the ball and yep. actually starting things rolling forward. And I mean, sure, for, you know, Fafita took over massively, and Clemmer did a mountain of work as well. It seems. Yes. Um, but but again, this is what I was saying. But he's the one, he was the first guy. He was the first uh, forward of New South Wales to actually start sort of pushing, Roll it up. you know, through yeah. him a little bit. Yeah. This is what I was saying last week, though. That's what I was really happy with, and I was hoping to see. Yep. You take Farrah out of that team, and you take Gallon out of that team, and our forward pack, whilst yep. they're all you know fairly, fairly big and yep. and strong, they have different fucking qualities. Yep. And it was a really good example last night that when we were coming out of trouble, mm-hmm. Woods was there and he was doing his work there. Yep. And then at the other end, you had your Cordners yep. and your Fafitas yep. doing different things within the 20. It, yep. was, it was a completely different style of play. It wasn't, Gallon gets three tackles in every set. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, uh, far, far uh, less predictable for Queensland. <laughs> um, from what I from what I can recall, I mean, I need to watch the game on television to get, uh, again to take a, a closer look. But it seemed like Jake uh, Jake went fine. Um, there were definitely you could notice the times when he, in defence because he's the only person in, in the entire field that chops people down yeah. <laughs> around the legs. Yeah. So I mean, you can see when a guy just dropped like bam. Okay, yeah, Jake. Yeah, he's um, the, Pete's another one with who deserves a special mention. The thing is, being at the ground though with Pete's. The highest compliment I can pay him is didn't fucking notice him at all. Yes. And in saying that, it meant his service was, you know, perfect. By the time, or, or by the very, time. Yeah. very good throughout the entire game. I never noticed an occasion where where a ball from dummy half was, you know, went to the wrong guy, went to a stationary guy, yeah. or you know, or was played too slow, or you know, double pumped or whatever. Pete's was was made unobtrusive to look dummy half play. Yeah. And I didn't recall him, you know, missing any he, you know, glaring defensive. He was play, made to look better. You know, Maloney did a, a yep. fair bit of dummy half work yep. Yep. getting in there as well. Jeez, Maloney was good too. Um, but, you know, again, Pete's tackles yep. 
and the way he went about his defence mm-hmm. means that, you know, if he's making 40-plus tackles, yep. that that's a tackle that, that another forward doesn't have to make. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, Rob- and really, that is the part that, that that is the one part that we that Robbie did provide, you know, to yep. his credit. Robbie did, um, but but man, I welcome the Pete's the, era. The the energy that Pete's went yep. about his defence with, yep, was was yep. very very different. So. I just I just remember thinking, you know what, this is nothing has happened from dummy half. That, yep. like has just offended me. Like it's just the fact that he mm. it was the, the fact that it was just seamless. Is like such a is, is like a, yeah. a a big. I'm trying to pay a huge compliment to the guy. It was just great. I think across the field. Yeah, you know, it it wasn't. And again, previously, it's always been like even everyone's gone on this morning that Hayne was the the savior of New South Wales of this. Yeah, Hayne was spectacular. He was very fucking good. But across the park, everyone yep. was there. Yep. He and he he exceeded exceeded my expectations. I proved that. Proved the critics wrong. I thought tight like Titans Hayne. Was probably a bit underdone and not and like what he was bringing to the Titans was not enough for Origin. But fuck me, the dude just find, he just loves the stage. I tell you what, and when he gets we, on the stage, well, we were saying that last night. Yeah, the the two angriest people in the country last night were fucking Neil Henry. Yeah, and JT. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. of what Hayne showed. Like fucking, what did Walker do to him a week ago? Yeah, absolutely in fucking defense. baked him. And. You know, the way Tedesco and, and Woods actually did their jobs. Yep. Jason Taylor's sitting there. <laughs> so. Oh, mate, Jason Taylor and, and Ivan, for that matter, yeah. could only dream of getting the, that performance out of Tedesco so. under under their watch. And I don't th- I don't know if they will. Mm. I don't, I don't, well, they, obviously, JT won't, but and I, I can't imagine Cleary will either. Look, here's the thing. Queens, Queensland weren't woeful. They were taken by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, Forwards were very soundly beaten, though. Yes, and that—that's what I think. And it was even for a very long time. Remember they put the stats up on the, yeah. the graphs up on the on the scoreboard yeah. and stuff. And even coming up to half time, New was, South Wales had mate missed far more tackles. Far more tackles. The meters, the, the, the post contact yeah. meters were in Queensland's favour, but reasonably, you know, within say yep. forty meters or something. Yep. And um, everything was quite even. But then they put the thing up again about you know sixty minutes, sixty five minutes in the game. Yeah, that's just like massively in New South yeah. Wales' favour. Everything. So and look, it, it obviously helps when when you play Queensland's stronger side. Mm-hmm. You know that there are three potentials that are going to kick at the end of every set. Yeah, and so that spreads you thin. Yep. When you take even one of those out. Yep. Then yeah, Smith can kick, but the majority of the time. Cronky's the but, kicker. But having said that, though, Cronk's kicking game was still better than theirs. Cronk oh, yeah. by himself. That was one thing. Was it was just Pierce. Pierce just kept feeding. Oates. Like that try that I'd scored is because Pierce gave him so much practice catching. Tops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must have kicked it yeah. down his throat like a dozen I, times. I've watched a couple of replays. Yeah. Yes, he did. And it would have been better if you found the grass. And the thing that we were lamenting as well is just just the lack of chase yes. as well. They're kind of hanging back That's and just waiting at the ten for him to catch it, and then you know set up for their set. And no one was. There was only like probably two occasions I can remember where they there was really went hard to contest it. Yeah. yeah. And I, the the other thing is though, I've, I've seen a a couple of people debating this, and there was one view that I hadn't considered. Actually, hadn't mm-hmm. considered it that maybe that was preferable just to contain to containment put, to put oats in the corner. Yep. And then. Because the one thing, whilst we were talking about, you know, fucking Chase put pressure on him, yeah. they were all up together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There, there was no room for him. It wasn't like anyone was shooting out and, and allowing, like, a big break opportunity or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah. and maybe that's better than 
one person puts a massive massive chase on Oates. Misses and then he's through and... Or there's a fucking penalty for yeah. tackled in the air yep. or, yep. you know, they knock on. Yep. It's... Yeah, that's no. true. That's true. But look, I'm. I was defensively. I mean, you know, how could how could you not be absolutely ecstatic with the defence, considering the way in which the only points they conceded was just one of those magical, fucking perfect, you know, pinpoint accurate try off a kick. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you, you can't. And the desperation so. to stop that try at the end out on the right. I forget who it was that was going over to score it. Um, when it was when it was uh, uh, Teddy, Teddy on Gillette. Yep, uh, and and the um, and then obviously the desperation to get gay guy over the line over yep. on the other side of the field, and you know numerous other occasions. There was another time, and I can't remember who it was, but there was a Queenslander rumbling down, probably on it was just to the left of the posts, and there was a Queenslander rumbling down to score a try, and there were two New South Wales guys, and they were going to score for all money, yeah, and they somehow they hit him, and they fucking stopped him dead, boom, yeah. and dropped yeah. him like down That's in front, it. yeah. So it was just a yeah, very, very pleasing yeah. performance. Uh, it was great to see the fans leaving 10 minutes. To, I mean, that's that's just absolutely delightful to see. Um, the, the other thing is, yep. the, you know, we, we've spoken a lot about before the, the psychological advantage that certain teams have. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you are number one or yep. if you are a, a hoodoo team, yep. Queensland have had that for so long. Mm-hmm. For so long. And it, I think that's why we're very, very critical of, of anything New South Wales does, does wrong. Because in series previously any mistake was yep. ruthlessly punished yeah yeah any opportunity was taken yep and and we're we're very hesitant about uh about fuck ups mm-hmm. so the minute teddy's not scored the try it's like oh fuck that was an opportunity you know yep th- this is the fucking beginning of the end yep yep th- that's what we're used to so but um credit to the team they wanted it more they definitely they 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 absolutely wanted it more I and mean, you can't yeah, you can't dispute that but um, yeah, look at that. That's I mean, ninety-two percent to eighty-three percent completion. Eighty-three percent is a fucking great completion rate for a game. Yeah. And then you say, then you say it's state of origin, and like with possession being virtually identical, and, um, and especially that origin was faster. Like mm-hmm. all, most origins, they're frantic yeah. for the first. Yep. But then they sort of slow down. And in recent this. and in recent years, they've become really fucking dour arm wrestles. Yeah. Whereas years gone, years gone by, they were they kind of slowed down because. You'd get a lot of mistakes for good play. Yeah. You still get a lot of mistakes yep. as well. Um, yeah. It was just great that you know penalties were down, uh, which made made for a better you know a better spectacle, and, what, and probably also yeah. did contribute to to it being less dour, like you know yeah. fourteen, twelve, you know ten, eight sort of shit. Uh, but yeah, it was very very enjoyable, very enjoyable game to be there. Um, the atmosphere, you know, understandably. <laughs> wasn't amazing it was funny because it was funny at one point when it was um in the second half and which fucking try was it uh i think it might have been for feeders one or maybe haynes and uh because it was definitely was over on the sort of t- on the left hand side of the uprights as we were looking at it and i remember maloney <laughs> line up a conversion and i'm like and you hear like a yeah like a big cheer and i'm like oh, oh he, has he missed it like, because that cheer was like yeah, a, a like, Queensland did something cheer, it, yeah. you know. Like, but no, no, it was um, just the um, yeah, yeah. New South Wales fans are, uh, and it was a uh, you know great great performance. On the twenties, the twenties won about their millionth game in the row. Yep. Um, and then at half time, the, the little kids, New South Wales, yep. little under eights, they yep. beat Queensland. It was just a whitewash night, and uh, hopefully continue and set the tone for the entire series. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> call, call of the night though. Yeah. Was the people four rows behind us? 
who were screaming to get it to Milford yeah. so he could score a try yeah. when he'd been off for 20 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they hooked him kind of... Uh, I, th- I think they were uh, Rab's grandkids. <laughs> This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app. Put in the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. And don't forget their account, at Live, as well as at Sportsmate on Twitter. Follow them both and uh, give them some bands. They love it. Now, just we quickly go through last week's games. I mean, it's Thursday morning. Uh, you know, not too much, but... Uh, <laughs> We'll go through the results anyway. The Eels on uh, Friday night defeated the Rabbitohs 22-16. Uh, the tries to Maroa, Bo Scott, Semi Rodradra, Josh Hoffman, Gutho, two of four conversions and a penalty goal defeating the Rabbits with try to Crichton, a double to Johnson and uh, two of two conversions to Adam Reynolds. Mm. Game feels like a fucking lifetime ago. Yeah, I know. You actually asked me before you did that last week. I just had to be totally sure that I had the right notes. I always feel that way about the Thursday night game, though, even when we're recording on time. I just think, fuck, that game happened so long ago. Was it really... Was it this season? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I, I think some very, very positive things there for the Eels. You know, they're, they're not coming out and showing that they're a world-class team at the moment, but, yep. but they're building to something and they're starting to find a little bit of consistency. And, and especially when you take into consideration that they've lost their key playmaker yep. and they've just got a brand new one. Yep. Um, I, I think that was a, a fairly uh, fairly impressive performance. Mm-hmm. They do the simple things very well, Parramatta. Um, I, I just really hope that when, when Norman comes back that they're not pinned into a you're on the left, you're on the right sort of formation. Yep. Because they're, they're both those very very creative roaming sort of players. Um, from south side, I see this a lot with teams, and I think it's because you know there's so much structure in the game these days. There's almost no room to modify what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, um, Parramatta obviously had a plan to go in there and and man up on the big south forward pack, and they were very, very, very condensed in their defensive line. They had good line speed. Yep. But South didn't even attempt to you know add a little bit of depth and width to their attacking line. And, and try and go around them because um, there was there was space there to be had so um, Souths have got the, the, the New South Wales pre-2017 New South Wales <laughs> <laughs> the Farrah <laughs> the Farrah again <laughs> look you know um, I, I don't think I've ever seen Robbie throw a pass over six or seven metres there's, there's yeah. no quick spreads <laughs> no. so um, but you know again the Eels fans, I think you've got plenty to look forward to when Moses is back in your... Um, what's his name? Norman's back in your side. Yep. Uh, I gotta love Keefe. Oh, good to hear from you, Keefe. Uh, <laughs> my daughter said Parra's jersey with the yellow panel at the back makes him look like Harry Highpants. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> He's put some hashtags in there, including hashtag Miss Real Dad. Oh, Devon Head. You can take Robbie out of the decline, but you can't take the decline out of Robbie. Oof. Damn straight. Our old mate Egg Council Creeper was just like, what was it? Uh, underscore 78, underscore... Underscore word underscore. Fucking shit. So yeah, you are going to change that before the end of the year, <sighs> fella. No, he's not. So in the battle of the Tig Pies dropouts, it's clear that Robbie was the worst. Ash, a decline as a broad. 
Uh, Aaron Ma, or Ma underscore Aaron on Twitter. Uh, South wearing no Superman jerseys. Gone by the way they played, they were representing the late 90s Christopher Reeve era. Oof. Giddy up. Or maybe shouldn't have. <laughs> Warriors 28 to feed the prisoner. Like, I, I, know, I know fucking Superman's dad owns their team. Yeah. But fucking DC Comics. When did they even fuck that jersey? That was like years ago, wasn't it? it was like two years ago or something? Yeah. It was like when, like, Man of Steel or... It was Man of Steel. Like, yeah. Fucking, that, um, that was ages ago. Yeah. So, fucking... Pull them out of mothballs and... DC Comics, fix your fucking research game. Yeah. Just because someone comes in and says, well, Jor-El owns the team and the team starts with S. Yeah. Don't fucking sign off on that shit again. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, the thing is, this, it's so free of context of today, though. Like, why? Yeah. I mean, like, Justice League's coming at some stage. Yep. But not now. No. Um... Yeah. Oh, Wonder Woman's coming out next week. Maybe you know it's you know they kind of in the movie together in the future sometime and fucking another one. Oh, <laughs> Warriors twenty eight defeated the Brisbane Broncos ten. Mount Smart the Warriors twenty eight tries to Blakey Aish, Sean Johnson, RTS Malmolo and Gave. Sean Johnson four or five conversions. The Broncos ten came from a double to Roberts and one conversion to Jordan Carpu. Well, hmm. Origin depletion. Look, Hunt and Milford in 2015, fantastic. Yep. Halves combination, very, very successful. They're good. You know, Broncos fans, I don't want you to get too fucking, you know, don't, you know, don't take jammy donuts. They're, they're fine. serviceable. They're fine. They're, they're fine. They're, yeah. they're great. Halves combination. But they ain't won no premierships. No. Individually or as a team. No. One Benji Marshall, though. One of the great premiership winners. Yeah. Tremendous premiership credentials. Yeah. You bring him into the... You put him in there with Hunt. Yep. And you've already... You've, you've jacked up the percentage fucking ability of, this, uh, of, the, uh, the, of, of the premiership credentials. Yeah. Of that halves combination. That's it. So don't tell me about depletion. But, now, here's the thing. They ain't no premiership winner like that and a half since Darren Lockyer... If you had two people that you know, yes, and one of them said to you that I've just run a marathon mm-hmm. through Uluru in the dry season, okay. you'd be impressed. Mm-hmm. If another person said to you, I've done the same thing, and I did it with a 1978 Datsun 120Y... <laughs> With flat tyres, chained to my scrotum. And it wasn't Uluru, it was Kokoda. Yeah. <laughs> uphill. <laughs> well, that uphill. Who would you be more impressed with? Yeah. Because Benji won a premiership with Robbie in the team. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So. Meanwhile, Broncos are practically Queensland. Yeah. No dice. Mm. Um, look, this one's rough. The Warriors have a couple of these games in them every year. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean games where they complete above 80%. <laughs> but and, and for the last couple of years Brisbane have copped it yep so there, there was a, a little bit of a um, little bit of salt there but at the end of the day the Broncos completed sub 60% yep. and having players out of position yeah it's going to affect your team it's it's going to to throw a little bit of cohesion out and that was definitely the case. That that was more the case where yeah. where things would happen smoothly for the Broncos because everyone knows their role. In this occasion, you shuffle things a little bit, yep. and you did find things go like you know some some plays were off. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, again, this comes down to that flexibility in game management. You, you expect somebody like Hunt to to really take control and go, well, okay, let's just calm things down. Yeah, and you know what? And depletion, depletion of players, and, and you know, lack of combination. It doesn't allow Sean Johnson to fucking pierce you straight through the guts and have five yeah. guys miss him for with the, arm tackles. Forty-five missed tackles. Yeah, fifteen errors. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's gonna that's gonna really make it hard for anyone to win a game of football. And games like this, there are no lose popu- proposition for Brisbane Broncos fans. And we've spoken about the fan base before, but on this occasion, there's two narratives and they're happy to go with either one. If they lose, it's depletion. Yep. Origin's fault. If they win, it's, oh my God, baby Broncos. <laughs> yeah. So they can't lose. Yeah, exactly. They've got a, they've got a story. They've got, a, they've got a, a, an official line that they can tie no matter what happens. And this one, you know, the depletion storyline prevailed. And again, look, it's not exclusive to, to Brisbane. I don't want to go on a, a massive Bronco bash here, but, but surely they've done some video on the Warriors... Surely they've seen the Warriors' performances early in the year. Mm-hmm. How is it that there was not one leader in that team? And you'd expect it from someone like Adam Blair, who's yep. expecting to, to captain his country, mm-hmm. you know, to get them together and say, the, this forward pack has not stood up all year. Mm-hmm. Let's dig down and belt them for 15 minutes yep. and we'll come home over the top of them. The, yep. the, there was no attempt to change what they were going to do. So, but yeah, again, fair play to the Warriors. When when they hold onto the ball, they're capable of some fairly exciting stuff. At Voodoo Rock, I'd say these Broncos jerseys need to get in the sea, but clearly the colour palette was inspired by it. Ha ha! Cavernous hope. I enjoy the Broncos heritage jerseys blue in a throwback to when all those Queenslanders were from New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that jersey is. I actually don't mind it. I mean, it's. It, I think it's a Broncos jersey. Probably terrible. Like nothing to do with the, like what the fuck is you know nothing to do with anything. However, as a jersey, I didn't yeah I didn't mind it was alright. Uh, is there any would, reason behind it? I don't know. Yeah, that would be yeah, certainly definitely. What it, what that reason is, I don't know. Do I care enough to fucking? Okay. Do I care enough to research? No. Fair enough. I'm fact check that. <laughs> fucking Broncos jersey minutia. Cattle dog blue. Isn't it interesting watching the Broncos play with a team that might just fit under the salary cap? Tough, eh? Saw a little bit of that. Cruzy 06, not happy with the result, but our four and against didn't take much of a hit, so it's not all bad. Hash, Benji Magic is slowly coming back. Mate, it never left where you've been. I, I thought Benji was effort-wise. He was good. Mm. And he was the one that set up that fucking... He started it off for the the, um, <laughs> yeah. the second trial. The one that got him back in, the, uh, you know, with a minor... minor the old, the old legs weren't... Yeah, uh, getting him <laughs> yeah, there. No, no, he wasn't. He uh, he doesn't quite have the yeah. pace to get him all the way. But uh, yeah, is it, is it, you know maybe the the fact that no one wanted him post St George was was a bit of a reality check because he he seemed to be a little bit more focused in what he was doing, a little bit more selective. So I think it's also like an expectation thing too. Like oh, he he knows who's in the Broncos side and he knows who's in front of him, and I and I think he understands that yeah. you know this time of year is his time. He's going to get a couple of games in there and just you know, have some fun and just fucking make the most of it. Yeah, that's I think it. that's what he's doing. Sharks nine to feed the Bulldogs eight down at uh, Reclaim Australia. And just, by the way, I didn't see any Facebook Reclaim Australia check-in stuff either. So some of the yeah, next time someone needs to rename that shit on Facebook, um, they were probably busy with racism. Yeah, that's true though. Looking for the labos, <laughs> reclaiming, <laughs> reclaiming Australia. Uh, Sharks nine came for try to Beal, uh, a conversion to Val Holmes, penalty goal to Val Holmes, and the. Crucial field goal to uh, Townsend. Mm. Doggies eight. Try the Branko Lee conversion. Carrot Holland penalty to Carrot Holland. So, look, 
if the dogs weren't such a cunt organisation from top to bottom, <laughs> it'd be very easy to feel sorry for them in this game. Because, my goodness, if that was my team, that would be pretty fucking heartbreaking. Yes. To, to lead the entire game. Uh, only a narrow lead, but, you know, a converted try, but leading into the final stages. Yep. And then to just get to get evened up and then feel gold. Yep. Have it all turn around in the space of, you know, 10 minutes, yeah. and, if that. And, um, yeah. I can, uh, you know, in a dour encounter anyway, where the only joy you were going, to, anyone would extract from the game is ultimate victory for their side. Yeah, just uh, yeah, a pointless. <laughs> it was a, a very interesting game, and and obviously both of them without some fairly, you know, relevant yep. players to their to their respective style of play. But we talking about depletion. Yeah, fucking sharks. Oh, the dogs uh, as well. Yeah, but I mean, like you look at the you look at the sharks, and you look at the performances of like your Fafitas and your, your Jimmy Maloney's, yeah, no, no, 100%. and uh, you know, hundred percent that kind of contribution taken out his side. Yeah, but with even with the the dogs, you take yep. out Jackson and, yep. and Clem, yep, and Moz, yep, then then that's still a, a fair chunk yeah. of, of what maybe they, they could have possibly week. found more than eight points in that event. Yeah. But the. The shark side that night, it was a very good mix of these these young guys, your your Brayleys and your your Townsends coming up. Yep. And these guys that probably should be in fucking Stephen Hawking style wheelchairs, like <laughs> the Heinington's and, yeah. and Lewis's. Um, How dare you? And, and I think it was very good for those young guys to to struggle through that game. Yep. To really get it out and and be a part of getting back into the game and coming home over the top. Yep. Um, I think that was very important for them. And uh, I, can, I don't have much more to say. It was I, I really hope no one knows where Michael Liker lives. <laughs> we had to return a special K after this game. So special K online he exists on Twitter again. And his tweet, uh, gape me at Val Holmes. <laughs> then choke me unconscious and piss on me. So the AVO is in full effect. <laughs> Let's see, Devonhead. Bulldog should just fold for bringing the game of rugby league into disrepute. Hashtag pubside. And of course, GT351 underscore Johns has to have his say. Losing to those drug-fucked coke fiends in the Shire sucks. All sharks are doing lines of coke of ba- off bags of dicks. Assholes. And he had, there, were, there were more tweets as well, but I thought one summed it up nicely. Canberra Raiders 24 to feed the Roosters 16 at GIO. And uh, this is the first game, I think, where the cold Canberra thing is just it's just starting to happen. Canberra and Canberra. Canberra and Canberra. Can somebody thing. in Canberra verify that? Because maybe we're only saying that because it's only just starting to be cold up here. I remember, I remember the commentary though talking about you know it was the first time I can remember this year when I think it was Lockie was on the sideline for Channel Nine, yeah. and when they were sort of like yeah, okay you know get back under you know get get warm get, warm, it, get yeah, off yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was the first time I remember the commentator saying that so uh, the Raiders twenty four tries uh, double to Rapana uh, Croker and Caesar with tries Croker three or four conversions and a penalty goal the Roosters sixteen tries to friend Manu and Mitchell two or three conversions to Gordon. The the scoreline probably isn't reflective of the ebb and flow of this game. It's I, probably reflective of the totality of the game. Yes. But it's definitely not reflective. I mean, like, let's be real. At the end of this game, though, it was an 18-16 game. I mean, they got yeah. nothing try right at, yeah, right at the end. It. Like, the, the buzzer is going yep. when it happened. Um, so this was like an 18-16 game, which is very much to the credit of the Roosters because the Raiders, easily 50 minutes of the game, were dominating them. 
yeah. but just couldn't translate that domination into into any points. Into points and yeah. so that it was credit to the Roosters for keeping it close, and probably you know a little bit of discredit to the Raiders that they couldn't find a way to really capitalise. Mm. But the fact that the Roosters managed to get themselves back into it very quickly. Mm. And you know, give themselves a, a genuine crack at winning the game, despite getting pounded for you know, a, a long period of that game. So, I mean, credit to them yeah. for, for hanging in there, um, and you know, credit to the Raiders as well for being challenged strongly. Yeah, and still finding a way. It was much like that East, that uh, Eels game the week four, where they were challenged very strongly, and they had to you know fend that challenge off. Yep. And uh, find a way to you know keep the lead or you yeah. know get the win. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, Cam- Canberra looked in this one to again just just be expecting mm-hmm. like those plays, and and it happened so many times last year. Yep. When Rapana had sort of skipped back in field and be looking for space and looking for space and looking for space, and all of a sudden he'd break through. Yep. Teams are aware of that. You, you can't get away with that two years in a row. Yeah. It might happen one year and you know a bunch of times. But everyone knows you then, and, and everyone's aware of what you're going to try and do. Yep. Uh, Austin and Caesar, I think, have a little bit of standing up to do. I'm, I am a massive Blake Austin fan, mm-hmm. and I still would have had him on the bench in State of Origin. I don't know who I would have left out. I probably, you know, would have had to change some rules. But <laughs> um, his his running game is his strength. You know, and and while he was pretty solid in in defence that night, I I think he needs to be playing off the back of some forwards a little bit more, yeah, uh, and and just trying to do some some basic basic stuff like he was doing last year. But yeah, well done to the Raiders; they got there in the end, and um, Croker got his record. Yeah, that's true. He did too. League underscore fan 81. Uh, this game was closer than it should have been. Raiders by far the better team. Penalties kept us in it during the second half. That's harsh on your own. That sounds like the, an East fan perspective, which I think is actually pretty harsh. Well, I think again, here's, here's the thing. There's a, a bunch of ways to look at it. The The penalty count was 9-6. Mm-hmm. So the Raiders you know, did give away a lot of penalties. Yep. But you know, the Roosters missed 53 tackles. Yeah. I'd love to see the breakdown of those when you know, by half and things like so, that as well. Because I reckon they probably tidied it up nicely in the last... Sort of 30. Yeah. Robert sold out. Copping shit for wearing a green undefeated asterisk shirt during a Raiders game. <laughs> <sighs> I guess I guess if you were wearing it to a Raiders game, I mean, they, they could draw the parallel, you know, think that, you know, it was a... It was a... Uh, look, you've made me review my own opinions on things. Mm-hmm. Because I used to look down my nose at, you know, fuckers that had turned up to State of Origin in a... You know, Reds or yeah, a Waratahs yeah. jersey. And the Broncos jerseys I've seen as well, like yeah. last night, yeah. Yeah, there were a couple of people in Manly jerseys last night. Yeah, I saw a, a couple of... Queensland rugby. sticker over the Eagles. I saw I saw a guy wearing a Queensland jacket with, like, um, a, a Manly jersey. Um, so, yeah, conflict so. for him. So, you know, look, may, maybe the person, you know, isn't just trying to bandwagon on and not buy a, a jersey for their team. Maybe. No, they're probably just all fuckwits. Back again, as always, with Nat Sinclair for the Ask Nat segment, and we've got a lot of questions this week, and uh, <laughs> we will see what you think about them. Uh, oh, 
<laughs> purposely not speaking about Origin though this time because we're in the position where we're recording our conversation before the, before the game, but we'll be doing the rest of the show after the game. So uh, I guess bold prediction. You want to put yourself on the line and do a bold prediction now, and you'll either look like oh. a genius or, or or I can try and edit it out. Oh, you know, you do two, and I'm bold you, you do two, and I edit the one out that's wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. I can boldly predict that. Um, oh, I suppose. I don't even know. Like, I'd like to say New South Wales will win, but then it's like, just because the Queensland team is below part of what it usually is, but then it's like we find a way to lose these things. Mm. So, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe Jared Hayne men a match um, and Blues win. Okay, <laughs> and so it's done. And 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 yeah. And now and now yeah. I'm dropping back in after the game. Wow, you were correct. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, we had Mitch Doyle, 13, on Twitter. He's uh, asked which teams got the most favourable buy draw this season and which teams got shafted. And then he's gone, uh, hashtag buy curious. <laughs> um, oh, I don't really know too much about... I think... Did the Roosters get shafted a bit? I feel they had a couple. I think they got two or I, two games. I, I feel, yeah. Um, and, and, and obviously the Broncos. I think I think the Broncos got shafted, and uh, and mm. honestly, I think the only teams that it's possible to get shafted come Origin mm. time because ah. they're making the draw. They're doing the draw at the end of the year. Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. Broncos probably. Um, Roosters have got a couple. Roosters, there. Re- really, yeah. they're the only ones that are really. You know, possible sharks to an extent yeah, as well. Sharks, yeah, sharks yeah. as well. Okay, so sharks so well. those four teams, yeah. you kind of know going into a season mm-hmm. that they're going to have players that are going to be involved in the rep. rep exactly. So, so those teams can get sharp, but other stuff with bolters and things, you don't know. Like you really well, you know, who would have thought? Well, I know the dragons don't actually have many people in it, but they should. Yeah, um, they and and who would have thought at the beginning of the year that the dragons would have exactly. a, You know, a solid. And so, and so imagine if, sort of and so imagine if um, you know, like you had like yeah, Debell and Vaughan and. Um, Yep. If they were actually, if you know, if like Vaughn was in, and you go, okay, well the Dragons, you know, that would shaft them somewhat. But um, well, we were meant to have all these players. We were meant to have Moylan, Mansour, and Bryce Cartwright, and Tyron Peachy, yep. and James Tarmel, Trent Merriam. We got none. Yep. So, like, you know, you don't really know. But, but the, as you said, those four teams that we described, those ones are pretty likely every year to have um, Origin players, and accordingly. Um, they should be favoured when it comes to the buys because it's not fair when they are fielding half their football team, which is what they are sometimes. And you've got the Broncos, I mean, complaining, oh, you know, it was so depleted and everything. But, like, from where I was sitting on the weekend for that game against the Warriors, from where I was sitting, they, they had uh, mm-hmm. they had more more premiership winners in their halves than they've had since Darren Lockyer oh, retired last weekend. Yeah, look, same with the Roosters. They, their Roosters was – the Roosters team was nothing short of, you know, better than 90% of the teams in the NRL anyway. Um, and the Raiders were very lucky to get away with that one. That's a good game. Um, so – you know, it's not as if, you know, like the Tigers. Oh, so, for example, they lose two of their good players. Um, that's pretty heavy because they don't really have many other yeah. ones that are good. Yeah. Um, so, that you know, you got to look at it in that scheme of things as well because obviously Brisbane do have good backup players and so do the Sharks and so do the Roosters and so do Melbourne. Um, so I suppose it's just one of these things, par for the course, and no one can really blame the buy um, for, for March. The Broncos want it both, it does the Broncos want it both ways as well. They're like, oh, my God. The Broncos want to blame everyone for yeah, everything. They're like, oh, my God, we're so depleted for origin. But then they also want the they want to run that whole baby Broncos narrative as well. If they yeah, they do, win, and like um, they can't say they're shit. Not they they can't say shit because they get Friday night games every yeah. week, a massive seven day turnaround every single week. So they can't say they're only depleted. <laughs> no complaints. They're only depleted when they lose. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, of course yeah. they are. And if not, they're just all oh, how good are our juniors? Oh yes, baby Broncos. St- oh, baby Broncos again. They've resurrected <laughs> yeah, the, the, the spirit of the whatever the year they were when mm-hmm. they beat the West Tigers at that time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, a B underscore Jeffcott. Uh, says, uh, <laughs> how many more wins in a row till you start snorting coke off your phone at 3am? 
<laughs> I can assure you that will never be happening. <laughs> so what, six, seven? <laughs> but I'm very excited about this possible run that we may have. Oh, I don't want to say that because last time I said something about winning in a row, I said we we're going to win the first five. And I think we won one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a bit apprehensive to talk about winning um, yeah. more than two in a row yeah. <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> so basically they could win every game until the end of the year, go through the finals um, and, and win their way to the grand final. And there's still not going to be and any. I would still not be doing that. You're not going to be. Absolutely not. not. Going to be, uh, there's going to be no proctoring, so to speak. No, we could win the next 10 grand finals in a row and not drop one game in, in that, the Blues could also win every series and that will not occur, I can assure you. Wow. <laughs> That's tough sell. <laughs> That's a promise. So there you go. <laughs> That's pretty definitive. Uh, one yeah. here from Giannis underscore Mateus and uh, he says, uh, he's sent us a war in peace, but do Pantherettes not mix with the players because everyone knows Cartwright's reputation of not providing support play after following through? <laughs> Is there a player who loves his surname more than him in global sport? Can I, can I not comment on that? <laughs> I, 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 had, I had to read that question out. And I also, while, while at the same time, I also understand and knew that there was 0% chance. I can acknowledge that comment, but I'm not going to respond to that comment. <laughs> yeah, you should, I, I, as, as your lawyer, I advise you not to answer that question. <laughs> not to say anything. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, uh, yeah. I, like the question, yeah. no, I had I had to air it out. It was a funny question, but um, yeah, I knew that there was no chance. No, he's very funny. Answer, right? It was clever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is quite. Don't say no. <laughs> you, you're going to say something. Uh, Mario Siegs, who is the biggest or best local Panthers junior that got away? Oh, that's easy. Where Graham? Boom! Look at that definitive. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of my favourites. Um. I think he's fantastic, yep. and um, I think he he has been this his whole career. So um, I think in every way he's fantastic. He's um, a really good player. Um, he's got captain clear captain qualities in him, um, and he just puts in, you know. And he's just he's gone from strength to strength. He's a plays a five eight, like he, you know, he's really been chopped and changed. And he just um, I think he takes the circumstances in front of him with both hands, whether he's playing for the Blues, Panthers, Sharks, whatever. Um, and I think he's clearly um, to me. If I had to take back any of them, it'd be him. I saw a response. I saw a response when someone put a picture in of um, what was his name? Jared Summit. Or was it, Jared Summit. I saw that. You know what? Justify I used to your love existence. Him. I, used to, <laughs> I used to be obsessed with Jared Summit. Seriously, he was he was my favorite. I went through this phase when I was younger where um, I used to the fullbacks were always my favorite. Yeah. So Reese Wesser was my favorite, and then Jared Summit became my favorite. And then what would happen is. Um, so Jared Summit was our fullback for maybe a year and then Lachlan Cook came and had one good game and then I was like, well, I don't really like Jared anymore. And Lachlan became my favourite player. Yep. And then, of course, my first year of cheerleading, Matt Moylan comes and plays one game um, when J- uh, Lachlan Cook unfortunately got injured for him. Yep. And then I was like, yep, him. <laughs> You're my favourite. So I kind of fullback That young Matt Moylan, I mean, he's so young. Oh, he's so yeah, young he was young at the time. He was a baby and I was even more of a baby. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned you mentioned Reese Wesser there and um, – which yep. reminded me of a, of a discussion we had online this morning, where yep. we were talking about Origin, and you you said that you you stated that you used to support Queensland because of mm-hmm. Reese West's involvement. All right, let in me like explain. 
I want to explain to you the, what it's like being a Panther supporter when it comes to test selection. Okay. So, um, before, when we had the Luke Lewis and Ryan Gertler and Luke Rooney and Craig Gower and, and those days, they were great. We'd have players, you know, we were a good team, players picked left, right and centre. Then it came to like a lull and the lull is still not over and it's like a 10-year lull where Panthers players don't get picked for anything. And when I was younger going to school, um, it was kind of like this competition as to whose team players will be picked for this, that, or whatever. So when Reese Spencer got picked for Queensland, I took that with both hands and I was like, well, make me a Panthers supporter. I mean, a Queensland supporter. <laughs> and then um, I know Petro Sivanasiva, he was obviously picked for Queensland all the time too. So here I was cheering for Queensland because there was a Panther in it. And then if Queensland won, then it reflects well on the Panthers. Oh, um, so so <laughs> it was all because of the Panthers that they won. It was all because of the Panthers. Okay. Yeah. And, and I think I still kind of have this my shoulder when it comes to origin because they just don't pick out players and I understand it more now than I did when I was 10 but <laughs> that's why I'm probably not um, as into it as a lot of people are as much as I do love it I'm so excited for tonight um, I liked it better last year when we had players in it <laughs> so tell me then on that I mean that's the, I mean, okay so you had your little state trader phase so that's okay yeah I did state traders mm-hmm. you know people are born in one state and support the other one um, yep because I feel you don't... When I was 12. Well, when I was well, 12. This, this is, I, I was moved out of New South Wales when I was about age three or four. And uh, still New South Wales. Yeah. I mean, even even though te- even though as far as when I played football, <laughs> actually made me eligible <laughs> to play for Queensland. Oh, for Queensland. <laughs> it's still, it's, you know, it's, it's not changing. But, um, yeah. So, so tell me this then. Okay, you're talking about the chip on the shoulder about Panthers players getting selected. Uh, yeah. Would you rather win a premiership then or would you rather win... A oh, premiership. Yeah, okay. So, I'm a, I'm a club footy yeah. person. Like, I'm I'm more into club footy than I am. In- so, would it, would it not benefit your to, club to more, say, though, like for your players origin. not to be selected in origin and not in... Oh, yeah, that's true. Time. But I, I think it makes them better players. I remember yeah. last year, um, both Moylan came... Well, Mensa was a gun always. But Moylan came back rejuvenated from the... um. um and we've actually we've come back a little bit better from even the city country game, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it does make them, you know, a little bit better being around that. Yep. But yeah, a hundred percent, I would much prefer. I think it's just more special when you know you choose a team out of sixteen teams, yep. um, and for one reason or, or the other, um, and then you you support that team the whole way along, and then they win a premiership. As to you know, you were born in a state. You support that team, and they win. You know, fifty percent of people get to be happy. Yep, yep. Whereas when you win a premiership, one sixteenth of people get to, to be mention, happy. It's not, so it's not, and it's not two I think wins. it's like you know, it's something that has to build over. You know, they have to play like thirty games. Oh, you know, it feels to, like to, years, to win it, you know. years and years and years. Yeah. So I'm definitely much more of a club person. Um, but I, I still enjoy Origin. I'm excited for tonight because I think it's quite going to be going to be an even game. Yep. So, oh, like if a genie came down to me and said, "Look, I got a deal for you. Manly win a premiership mm-hmm. every eight years." Guaranteed minimum mm-hmm. eight year cycle for every premiership, but in mm-hmm. return, New South Wales have to lose for every single series till the end of time. I'm taking that deal. Yes, yeah, fine. I'm taking that deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too. That's fine by me. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> but having said Very that, good. I fucking hate Queenslanders, and uh, I can't wait to see New South Wales uh, carry on their magnificent game one victory that they won last night. <laughs> one in a row. <laughs> Oh, going to look like idiots if they lose, but yeah. Oh, I'm quite right. confident that my prediction will, will not come back on me in any way. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. All right. So, uh, once again, thanks for your time, uh, everybody. No worries. Questions to hashtag ask Nat. I saw someone, when I was checking the hashtag earlier, I saw there was another one, like, you know, about some Beatles song or something like that. So, I'm, st- I'm still not... <laughs> It's not, it's not like Natalie and Brulia doing a Beatles song. No, it's a completely separate thing altogether. So, 
I'm not exactly sure, but um. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. A Beatles song. Yeah, but stay away from my yeah, hashtag. Well, the hashtag though, hashtag us and that, and uh, yeah, tweet it to us. And uh, you know, or not. I mean, if you need to save characters, it doesn't really matter if you tweet it to either of us. Anyway, I mean, just put the hashtag in, we'll find it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, otherwise, email through Facebook and through you know whatever works. And uh, we'll hit that up again for some uh, more questions and answers next week. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Enjoy Origin. I, I enjoyed it so much. It was fantastic. Remember, we're talking past. <laughs> Same. It was great. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I had the best time. I was amazing. <laughs> the atmosphere was incredible. Go Blues. <laughs> awesome. All right. Chat next week. Oh. Okay, this week another shortened shortened week, although not as not as uh, as badly as uh, as last week. And most of the teams are up. Uh, we're kicking off on Friday night though with the Storm versus the Knights in the uh, the pub game down there at Amy, Melbourne. Uh, I, I would assume that you know, assuming no injuries or any niggles that make them want to have a rest, mm. I would assume that the the Storm players who are on the end of that receiving end of that onslaught from New South Wales are going to be looking to. <laughs> Yeah. Get one back really quickly, <laughs> and I think Knights are the perfect side <laughs> to take on for that for that goal. And uh, I think I think we expect the Storm to win. Yeah, fairly comfortably. Every part of common sense and and logic says the Storm. Yeah, but coming off uh, Bromwich is back from Columbia. <laughs> it um <laughs> it it looks like they're going to lose Will Chambers. Yeah, as well for a week. Um, was was a pretty decent. 80-minute effort. So, yeah. you know, if Newcastle are ever going to get the storm at home, this yeah. is the time for an I ambush. Just, I, just think that, I just think that the likes of Cronk, like, you know, Slater, Slater will have something to prove. Yeah, Slater he, will. He'll he, he, he want to prove that he should have been there, which I believe yeah. he should he should have. And Where's, I don't think he would have changed the result. However, what is Goody eligible for? Anywhere? Fuck, I hope not. Well, anywhere, yeah. F- fuck your hope, not Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know. Um, <laughs> and uh, and for for Newcastle's part, Ross Dog's back uh, from his um, being being banned for for having <laughs> been suspended for having an opinion. Um, yeah, look, I think Storm. I don't care. Yeah, no matter what, it's still going to be Storm. The Eels versus the Warriors at ANZ. I don't think the Warriors have got two weeks in a row. Yeah, still going to have to. I'm still going to have to say uh, the Eels, and like I, I'm not. I've got no no big love for the Eels, and they still haven't. You know, they don't. Impre- they haven't impressed me to the point. You know, where I, I feel they're a confident bet week yeah. in week out. But against the Warriors, away from home, yeah. and without the benefit of uh, look, Brown's back in the side, and I think he's a big addition for them. Yeah, um, like he, he's been the heart and soul of that forward pack for most of the year. Matungi starting as well, so that'll uh, show them what they were missing. And uh, and another week with Moses in the side training. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that that the the Eels will put in a workmanlike performance. And the Warriors probably won't be like doing that running the ball thing like they did last week against the the Broncos. Yeah. To their detriment. Uh, Dragons taking on the Tigers Saturday afternoon at ANZ. So, uh, I would assume that uh, Frizzleman, Nizzle and Dugan will be there. Yes. Uh, Widdop. Hang on. Did, oh, yeah, no, yeah, he did. Dug, yeah, yeah. Dugan got his green whistle break. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, does someone know him? 
Is he a fucking addict? <laughs> Every fucking game. Those green whistles are pretty fucking dope, though. <laughs> um, with an outside chance of returning, they mm. say. So, look, he, he hasn't been named. No, um, he's in. He's in the twenty-one, but he's, that's yeah, yeah. In, in an extended. But in but in that extended thing is also like your Dugans and your Frizzle as well. So yeah, um, I, I think the outcome of this game will, will have a fair bit to do with the, the sort of attitude that Woods and Tedesco bring back with them. Also, also the the combination of uh, <coughs> of Lolo Lolo Haya, what what he can bring after a couple of days in the in, on the yeah. training field, you know, and when whether it's a disjointing <laughs> thing or yeah, I, I don't think. Ivan's going to have him, you know, running the show. No, fuck yet. No. Um, which means that it has to be Little John running it. Which means that, you know, honestly. But my thing is that St George obviously have him in the forwards. Yeah. So if you get a combination of Frizzle coming back, because I am sure that he would still have a whole packet level erection. Yeah. Origin boner. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you got players like Vaughan who are. Are still wanting to stand up, and it's even mm-hmm. tougher for him now. Yep. After the forwards were that dominant. Yep. You know. Yeah. They, go, I mean, screaming you can't make any changes there. It's only injury. Yeah. Injury's the only thing that's going to change. Now, who do you leave out? Yeah. So exactly. So he's got to play out of his skin. Um, un- unless Teddy breaks this game open and puts too many points on, I think the Dragons will have him comfortably. Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, the Roosters take on the Broncos. This one uh, Saturday afternoon, Allianz. Broncos, you know, tired but not depleted. Uh, Andrew McCulloch returns, mm-hmm. and I think he's been a huge out for them. Yes, he has. Over recent weeks, uh, the Roosters, they fought hard mm. last week. They played they played well after they got themselves back into the game in that second half. Uh, look, honestly, Brisbane. Yeah, I think that... Um you know, there's enough in the Origin players out of Brisbane that, that they're going to want to, you know, redeem themselves. And the best yep. way to do that's to to fix your performance and make sure your club levels tip top. Yep. So I think Brisbane will be too strong. Cowboys take on the Titans up at thirteen hundred teeth. <sighs> Still no JT. The uh, once again he's like that outside chancing, but I mean, the, I think that he's just been named just to do it. I don't yeah, think it's close if he's in doubt for Origin two in three weeks, he ain't fucking playing this week. I've heard whispers he's in doubt for the season. Ooh, season. As in, like it, it is a very serious injury. Uh-huh. And well, I remember, remember how that was like. You know, we're going to name Milford, but you know, it's, he's, he's really just a shadow for yeah. for Thurston if he can't play. And then when Thurston comes out, then they're like, oh, he could be six to eight weeks. So why why fucking play the whole yeah. charade? Like, <laughs> yeah. Look, this one I'm, I hope is going to be or expect to be a very very good game. There's a a couple of forwards in here that that are in the running for Origin jerseys in game two, mm-hmm. um, and and I think that if they get together, like, and well, here's the thing: is is Hess injured? Oh no, 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 he's in the fifteen. No, he's there. not starting him. Okay. Oh. Um, no, Pongi's been named at eighteen. Mm-hmm. Mm. But uh, I, I think if, if there's a, an opportunity for, for any of these, especially second rowers, to get in, yeah, um, it'll be a great game. But 
Unless, Look, I hope Queensland, you know, I hope they, they don't get spooked by the whole thing and they just, you know, they, you know, that pick and sticks worked well for them. <laughs> I hope they, I hope they bring out the same side for game two. Yeah, definitely. Unless, you know, obviously, except without necessary changes brought about by our injury. Um, yeah, true. But, you know, because obviously you don't want to play injured players out there, but no, I think, you know, that pick and stick has worked for them for a, for a generation. That's it. So, it's only, they've only lost one game. It's, it's, only, it's only one game. Yeah, so we'll try out the same team again. All yes, right. um, they'll, they'll, they'll be good. But I'll tell you what, Gold Coast <laughs> fans, as a Gold Coast Titans member, yeah, unless Jared Haynes scores fifty-four tries in this game, I'm feeling incredibly hardly done by. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, he's he should literally pick up the entire side <laughs> and carry them to victory and uh, like a crushing victory yeah. too. So uh, a good, like you know, 30, 30, 38 point win to Titans. Which um, look, I don't. The, the thing about the Titans is. They had that win against the Storm. I was thinking, fucking, you know, they there's, they could be dangerous. Mm. And then Manly just fucking raped them at home. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, that's the Titans that we yeah. expect to see. And if, if they're travelling up to 1,300 teeth, I mean, are we going to get the, those guys? Because if we do, then the, the Cowboys side that had that fantastic win, fucking, I don't know who they, who was it that they beat two weeks? Was it Dogs? Were they, yeah, smashed yeah. the Dogs, yeah. If they play like that, and they did play like that in probably the first twenty minutes of their game that they, that they ultimately lost last, yeah, last round they played. Who was that? Fuck, I can't remember. It's just it, it's one of these rounds. I just feel like that they if they play like that, they'll fucking smash the Titans. If they play like that, yeah. if they play, like that, yeah. But this is that that post Origin hangover. Yeah. You know how, how do you know? Did, is O'Neill going to come out and just have PTSD? <laughs> Yeah, you know, is is Hayne going to come back out and go? Well, you know, I'm everyone's raving about me, and I'm a big thing again. Mm-hmm. I don't need to impress a club level anymore. Yep. You know, who the fuck knows? But I. But is Morgan going to come out and be like, "Wow, I haven't even, I haven't played a game this week, so it's good to have a game. It's good to play a game." Yeah, true. Because like, I haven't done fucking anything and played um, at all this week so far. So, look, yeah. tight, the Cowboys are generally, gen, I mean, generally, you know, good things up there. Mm. Uh, and so for that reason and that reason alone agree have to go Queensland North Queensland mighty manly sea eagles take on Canberra in the return fixture at Brookvale Oval on Sunday afternoon 2pm beautiful perfect time for a game mm. in winter get out there on the hill in the sunshine it'll be amazing and then I'll say that in the forecast is for fucking driving rain all weekend or something <laughs> No, no Tommy Turbo, however, Matthew Wright was very fucking solid. Yes. And also very good at kicking goals. Yes. Last time. He was. And if you remember the first game against Canberra, goal kicking was a key it was crucial it was a crucial factor in the game going to extra time and barely getting a win when it limped across yeah. a penalty goal limped across. Um well, mainly they're play, playing with a lot of confidence at the moment. Um the Raiders are slowly finding it. Again, and uh, uh, just be interesting to see how they uh, how how it all pans out. I feel like the Raiders are slightly better, only slightly better than they were the first time around because it wasn't that long ago they played. No, it was it only like a month ago. Uh, whereas Manly, Manly, are, are just they're doing that thing where they're just building. They're just, you know they they seem to be getting better and you know better and better each time. They come yeah. off a great a great win against the Titans, but then also coming off a, a bye. Um, and I'm not sure how you know how the after the buy thing you know is really working yeah. out for out for them uh, as well. Um, look, I'm going to go Manly, of course, thirteen plus. I mean, they're going to win easily. Yeah, yeah I, I actually think Manly will be too strong at home for Canberra. 
And uh, it's a great audition for Dylan Walker and Uate to to audition to re- to replace <laughs> to replace Ferguson and do good for game two because mm. you can imagine if those two were there for starters, Oates doesn't score because you know because Walker picks that up and takes it fucking ninety meters. He gets that kick and he fucking, he's, 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 he's all the way. Un- unless he gets tackled and goes to play the ball brings on someone's it, foot. Brings it around meter, under the sticks. Four metres to his left. <laughs> he bring around under the sticks yeah. too. I mean, because yeah. he's, he's that kind of guy. Yeah. He passes it to Uate. He just dishes to him and says, go score another try. Mm-hmm. It's an Uate parte. I'm just fucking visiting. If Laurie ever puts Uate in a New South Wales jersey again, <laughs> I will fuck his nostrils. <laughs> Laurie's not your artes. Because what you're saying is you like Origin to be an entertaining spectacle with competition and not just a one-sided beat down with four tries to to the Uate party. No, I'm, I'm saying that you know what Uate's done at club level this year is nothing short of phenomenal against a soft draw. <laughs> yeah, so but it's fun to dream though. Dreams are free. <laughs> Mainly by billions. Canterbury take on the Panthers. Here we go. Channel 9 game. Sunday afternoon. Look. Clem is going to come back with some of that fucking origin boner material. Jackson as well to a lesser extent. I don't think Morris can get erections anymore. So not him. (laughs) (laughs) James Graham. Who. He's becoming a bit of a fucking Liam Fulton. Mm. He's getting... (laughs) <laughs> he's, he's getting his brain scrambled and shit on a regular basis I worry about the dude because you know, he seems like an okay okay dude for a pom I mean like, you know, I feel sorry for him getting his fucking brain scrambled so often uh, it is terrible I, I had a friend of mine who had some uh, some brain surgery yeah and was awake while I did it fuck and that's, and that's the story of why Sam is such a drunk <laughs> Queenslander <laughs> so they, they had to because they were cutting out, oh, and so they, and so they're, so they're awake, but they're not com- able to communicate. No, the they fact. are. They oh, are. Jeez, your brain has no nerves. Okay, so you can't feel it. Okay, but you know it. That you know it. Oh, they, Did they have to know. saw the thing out? They had to saw through the skull. Yeah. So you feel like, oh. yeah, you feel the pressure. But like, so they've got like, the, like in your dentist, and you can feel yeah, yeah, like they got oh. the towel there, so you yeah. can't like see yeah. yourself with your, your dome off. Yeah. Um, but so they know that they're not on sensitive or, or important brain tissue. Apparently, I'm sure. They, yeah, I'm sure there's not much of that. <laughs> well, no, they're like, okay, so we're we're cutting out that bit. Yeah. that shouldn't be there. Yeah, and then okay, well, uh, that I'm going to press that. Yeah, and if you like, all of a sudden just went. Mm-hmm, they knew that they were into the wrong stuff, and they had to back off. It's like a retard switch or so something. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. So God poor, damn, poor old gems. He, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be holding too long conversation with oh, him. Oh, that shit's real. But that yeah, fuck man, nerve damage. You don't want to fuck with that. No. No, Cartwright injured. So there were there were many players through the week spotted training in the six, but it looks like young Matt Moylan might be the guy that gets the. I mean, he's certainly the one named in it. Yeah. And, uh, so I guess we'll see what happens. Here we go. He's made the. He's he's achieved everything in the game at fullback. Yeah. And then like much like much like his uh, his his uh, you know older older version Darren Lockyer, you know he's making the move. But again, you know he. He's done it the right way, the hard way. You know, he he wasn't wasn't carried on on you know thoroughbred mattresses of cash. He's a working class man. Works Work hard, hard to, to make, make a living. living. <laughs> Father son, Lucky son, let to carry on. 
If he's lucky, son. So we'll find a picture MDMA of him. MDMA in Blue his face. <laughs> Get me Moylan in Blue Denim. Um, also sees the glorious return. Yeah, Moylan would do a denim on denim guy, though. He'd wear the same colour denim jacket with the guy with his jeans, right? He'd definitely out there. Yeah. I mean, that's like Penrith fucking uniform, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd step outside, and even if he wasn't wearing denim, it would just spontaneously denim. <laughs> with a denim chambrage. Yeah. Oh, and our aims. <laughs> and then you go to what's the Kmart version of our aims? Then go to the Vic, like our ends. <laughs> um, sees the return of the most glorious beard in rugby league. Yeah, with Josh Mansour. Yep. Hopefully, back into the side. I'd like him to make a magnificent statement. Get him in there instead of Virgo. Can't do. that be phenomenal? Yep. He, he's come back from from a pretty pretty serious fucking injury yeah. and and they're not nice you know we've spoken before about the that fear yeah you know but he's always end. been in always been in our hearts on every bus stop with the fucking oak commercials oh, <laughs> <that's fantastic>. <laughs> <laughs> even in queensland it's like like queensland like <laughs> i saw yeah. it, i just drove past one the other day down at kedron and i'm like the fuck is that going to compel a queensland person who lives in queensland yeah. and probably supports the broncos or the titans or the cowboys I don't give a fuck about this bearded dude selling chocolate milk. <laughs> no, that's the power of the beard. Mansell looks at you. The power of the beard compels you. Like, there's there's actual fucking ACCC, yeah. you know, illegal conduct. Yeah. Man- Mansell can't endorse too many things. Yep. If he goes to endorse, you know, financial products, mm-hmm. people just fucking take them without considering their situation. Yeah. They don't read the PDS. No. He's an anti-PDS. <laughs> Um, oh, I, look, I, my, my heart and my head says that A, the, the Bulldogs are a, an abomination of a side that can't score points um, and that with the inclusion of Mansour and with the inclusion of Moylan in the six he, you know, he was basically the best six that New South Wales has ever had last year so it's fairly easy <laughs> for him to come back in on this one and earlier in the year, Edwards did did very very well yep. at the back as well so I, I don't think there's much of a loss there I'm, I do like the fact that okay we've, we've got a a six out um, instead of you know shuffling fucking four different people and, yeah. and, and putting them in well okay this guy's a fullback and we're going to play him at fullback yep. while we cover so um, no I, I think Penrith will have too many points in them for the ageing how many points will they be down at half time this week I just don't feel the dogs have the the ability to do like a yeah eighteen point margin. That might be the only thing that fucks them. <laughs> yeah. If they need an eighteen point deficit to score. Well, they may even go into the lead, go in with the lead at halftime, and then that'll be like, what the fuck? Like, you, if you just see them, just like just put their hands in the air at halftime, yeah, just before halftime, <laughs> yeah. and just like move to the sidelines and just leave no one in front of the dogs. Yeah. Um, but I'm also predicting a couple of these uh, new plays that uh, Penrith have invented. It's called yep. the, the reverse dummy. Okay. So with the regular dummy, you know, there's a player that you're going to pass to and you pretend you're going to pass to them. Sure. The Penrith reverse dummy is you pass the ball pretending there's a player there. <laughs> yeah, but Bryce Cartwright is, is injured. <laughs> there's, there's actually not a player there and it bounces along the ground <laughs> and opens up gaps in the defence. It's yep. absolute fucking genius. Uh, rabbits and sharks with the bye.
that is full time for episode 257. Thank you for listening, everybody. And um, you can always hit us up on Twitter at TWI League. Also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash this week in league. So make sure you hit the like button, share the posts around. And uh, thank you very much to everyone who does it week in, week out. There's uh, some staunch motherfuckers out there, and I uh, do appreciate it. Got a couple of uh, iTunes reviews this week. First one we had was uh, from Solzy, good friend Solzy. Five stars, loving families. I once had a strong, solid family. There was a bond that could never be broken. That was until Dad left and nothing could fill the void. Well, stepdad could. Stepdad fills my void every week. <laughs> they got so right as well. <sighs> You're a wonderful man. Sharky's 85. New listener, five stars. Four episodes in and loving it. Tells it like it is and states the important facts of league, such as the continued suckage of the Tigers and prepubescent Panthers players. Keep up the good work, stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> thank you sir thank, thank you both of you uh, love it uh, supercoach nz underscore magpie 54 junior mints lucky punks ebenezer rascals dingbat sesame timbers lamb of god the wendells reach around robbo and seaweed stealers make our top 10 and tipping tbi dragons tied on top with e underscore rascals on 64 two points they put a two point gap over the uh, over the competition Oof. am I winning in third Terry G, Hammerhead Thrust Eagle, still up there, my favourite. One Eye Tiger underscore Macca. Then we go one point back to The Foley, Jimmy Pop, and John on 61. So I wonder if that gap will stay there. Um, some nice consistent performances of TBI Dragons with the uh, perfect round last week. So that's it, man. So just finally, yep. does any, can anyone give us any info on Luke? The, the most fucking passive-aggressive little bitch in the history of rugby league. Rob, <laughs> Robbie Farris decided to take a holiday to Bali. Yeah, and uh, I don't follow him on Instagram because Instead I, don't, of, I don't give a shit no. about him, him or um, his life. But yeah, we uh, had the, the biggest tiger. He's the biggest tiger, and, and he's such a big tiger that he's, he's big, his bigness... Yeah. It, 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 I mean, he, 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 does, he does the tigers so bigly that it doesn't matter if they're not even at the tigers anymore. If it's a just, residual bigness. Yeah, exactly. So, um, um, yeah, you should also photo of Robbie Farah in Bali in, instead of being in Australia. Hugged up to a bunch of dudes. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. There's not, but fuck, shouldn't you be bonding with your new team? You, you'd think so. And what was and what's Madge doing? I mean, hasn't he got enough fucking problems yeah. without like letting players go overseas? <laughs> in between fucking yeah. around. I mean, I like, give you know, give him a weekend off and you know freshen up. I mean, yep. but. I wouldn't have thought it'd be enough. It'd be worthwhile going like to another country. How many days has he given these fuckers yeah, off? It, um, and he's so, supposed to be a coach that really burns players out too. Like so, I don't know. You know. So yeah, Robbie, fucking fix your loyalty game. Souths are paying you good money. Because you know, I didn't see. I, I mean, I'm not the you know the, the greatest at you know recognizing you know every player at every club. You know, I'm you know like Rabs in that respect, but. <laughs> Yes, but I, from that photo I saw on Instagram, I don't, I didn't recognise any of his teammates there, so it wasn't like it was, yeah, let's fucking go and, you know, or is know it some a of these rabbits. That Robbie Farah's over in Bali the same time Chappelle gets let out. Well, Robbie Farah's over in Bali on New South Wales Smash Queensland. Oh no, that makes perfect sense because he yeah. wasn't in the team, and we <laughs> finally fucking played. You know, yeah, but it's like his influence, his spectre was removed geographically as yeah. well as spiritually and everything else. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah. All good. 
great uh, quick show quick show's a good show we've actually delivered on the promise short and, origin uh, rounds short origin rounds and just for the record Friday Thursday isn't the usual day no no we'll, we'll be back on schedule uh, next week and even with the next origin game given that it's uh, in Sydney and we probably won't be going down down to game two I mean we can probably record after that game or like you know Fuck. on the Tuesday or something you know pre the game or you know whatever wouldn't that be phenomenal we'll, we'll put out the call to the uh, we get, I mean let, let the game be finished by like before 10. 10. So we could probably just, I mean, we started straight nine. after. Yeah, so we could probably just do it straight after. So. Well, I was going to say, though, we'd, you know, throw, throw out there and we'll get a, a suite somewhere in, in the city and yeah, throw tickets out to to members and have a uh, an origin watching party. Yeah, that'd be cool. See if any Queenslanders turn up. Yeah, oh, we had a couple last time. Yeah, true. It was actually a good turnout last time. It wasn't a loco, but it was good. Yeah. It's a good start. Baby steps for Queenslanders. <laughs> it's like they're going to show up it's like they're going to show up so we could talk to them while Queensland's fucking gaping people are getting gaped in, in game two in no Mex- Queenslander wants to watch their team lose a series with us in Mexico people go to donkey shows <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. it's true it's true see you next week Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 